There are no such things as limits or obstacles, only opportunities. Step into the greatest version of yourself because what you do matters. Shift your narrative. You're listening to Opportunity Makers, where entrepreneurs come to take their purpose-driven business to the next level. Here's your host, Jim Padilla. Hey, Opportunity Makers. Welcome back. I have an episode today for you that I'm really excited and honored to be able to bring to you. Um, you probably get tired of hearing me say that because I'm honored and uh, amazed to be able to bring all of the experts that I'm bringing to you. They're all world-class experts with ex- without exception. They've all been exponential entrepreneurs. They've exited companies. They've acquired companies. They've done things that just put in a different position to look at the world around them. See, when when you do things and you accomplish and overcome, does not matter the size. You start building confidence and believability, credibility with yourself. And that's that what, what happens on the inside is what then starts allowing to come out and gives you that confidence necessary to show up with a level of certainty that just attracts the right people, the right opportunities and the right things into your world. And that's what this Opportunity Makers podcast and movement we're creating is all about. about putting the, the can do, the I got this, no matter what, I'm going to go kick ass and take names and dominate the world, right? My badassery has no limits. Um, you're kind of a big deal, you know? You are the cure for what people, what, what ails people out there. There are people on their knees praying for you right now. And the last place that you can be is pulling back and worrying about what's going on in the world. I want to inspire you and encourage you to be the person on the leading edge of that, who is leaning into the problems, AKA opportunities that are literally all around you so that other people know exactly where to go to get the solutions and get the hope that they're looking for. And my guest today is uh, somebody who just embodies that in such amazing ways. Uh, she's somebody who we did some business with a few years ago. She was a client and she's somebody who has really impacted me personally um, just through our relationship, through how she shows up, her level of excellence and elegance uh, and professionalism and you know, one of a kind ism. <laughs> She's all about excellence and showing up as the person, as the one, as the solution, and helping others do the same. So we we worked together for a while. Uh, she is a leading luxury brand strategist for iconic personal brands. She represents some of the most exciting personal brands in the world to help them achieve iconic status and create their empire. Right. There are some things that she's that she dropped some bombs in this discussion. Uh, you know, one that, you know, keep showing up and being brave. Right. That's that's one of the greatest assets for successful people. Uh, opportunities come to the people who exude certainty. And I that's something I stand on and believe wholeheartedly. And I want you to grab that as well. So please dive in, take notes mentally or otherwise. Because uh, you will absolutely love this conversation. You're going to love this woman and who she is about. Please welcome and, and we introduce you to Catherine Porritt. Enjoy the conversation. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, get into the show notes because we've always got prizes and things in there for you that we want you to be able to take advantage of and you'll be able to take take action on getting into Catherine's world. We'll see you soon. 
Awesome, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Opportunity Makers podcast. We're so excited to have you on the journey where we are freeing you from fear, doubt, uncertainty, and showing you all the possibilities that exist, whether you're somebody who is already living in the land of opportunity creation or somebody who is feeling really called to be stepping in. We want to be your co-pilot and your navigator on this journey so that you can step up because when we know that when we are in our full measure of creating opportunities, which means we're solving problems for the world, the world's going to change. We need to become the ones making the difference. We're not relying on corporate. We're not relying on Wall Street. We're not relying on the politicians in the White House or any other government. We're the ones taking control and bringing solutions to the world and turning things around so that we can make things happen. So we just heard the formal uh, introduction of Catherine Port, but Catherine, why don't you introduce yourself in your own words uh, why you're here? Jim, thank you so much for having me. I just have so much respect and love for you and everything that you're, you've achieved and everything that you're heading towards. So it's just an absolute distinct honour to be here and speak with your audience. So who am I? I'm, uh, you can hear the Australian accent. Um, I had a very large economy company here in Australia is my backstory, one of the largest women's lifestyle stores in the country. Um, and I sold that after nine and a half years. Um, that was 17 years ago. I know that because I started it when I was on maternity leave with my first baby, Penny, who is now 17. Um, and so I took that experience of exiting that company and really took a moment to reflect on what did I want to do in my second career. Um, I didn't want to sit on the, the beach and drink my ties. I really wanted to create something that was quite significant and joyful and filled with passion. Um, and when it came down to it, what I really, really love is I, I really love supporting extraordinary people to help them bring their vision to life. And so I effectively, without really thinking about it at the time in terms of um, a strategic sort of organisational structure, I started what became a portfolio of clients um, that I support from a personal brand perspective. And I, the thing that distinguishes me as um, a, an agent or a representative in the market versus what most, most others do is that we work on a luxury brand um, strategy. So what that means is most of my clients are incredibly good at what they do. And so we skip the line. There's none of this nonsense around, you know, needing to run a mainstream strategy. Um, what we do is we go straight for the top and we we aim for really big numbers and really big deals. Um, and so I'm having the time of my life. I'm representing some really cool people, creating some really cool concepts right now. And um, I'm just having a ball. There's so much opportunity in the market, which is why I'm so happy to be here and share that with everyone to show I think to show the world um, that we don't need to listen to that mainstream media nonsense, really, when you do things in an innovative way, there is an, an enormous market potential. And I think Jim and I both show that. Amen. Amen. And uh, for those who are watching uh, on the video, uh, I it's relevant. I want to share this because you can see that Catherine is, she's a beautiful successful, intelligent woman. And just, they're just, she embodies what she does. And she actually, she's had a, a permanent impact on me. And I've shared this with her before because uh, she's a former client. She, you know, hired, retained our services um, at the outsource sales component. And um, when we first started talking, we spent about six months dialoguing before we, we pulled the trigger to work together. And everything about her 
just embodied excellence. You know, just her image, very simple. It's not, she's not overstated, she's not overproduced. She's authentic, but with intelligence, with intention, right? It's, I, she puts forth a very specific intentional brand. And it always made me feel like, you know, we, people, we make a lot of money. Clients pay us a lot of money. And when I looked at her and she's again, an, a, an authority brand, a luxury brand, I felt everything about her says, yeah, I can give you a lot of money and feel trust that you can handle it. And so it put that impression upon me. It's like, I want to make sure that I always show up in a way that somebody can say, yes, I feel good spending the amount of money I'm spending with you because you look the part, you represent the brand. And I feel like I can trust you based on that. And that's part of, that's part of being an opportunity maker. It's like, it's like showing up as the mission, showing up as yeah. the, the anchor of the movement and of the problem that you're solving. So when people look at you, you go, yep, that's it. I am so grateful to you for saying that. It's one of the loveliest compliments that I've ever had, Jim. And it's reflected to me in so many ways by so many other people, but the way that you articulate that is, um, is just so beautiful. And you know, if anyone ever questions the idea of why brand and why is brand necessary, because there's a lot of people out in the marketplace who say you can launch without a brand, you don't need a good website, doesn't matter if your Facebook feed looks like rubbish, you know, you can dance around on TikTok and it doesn't matter about consistency. I would say that's totally true for the mainstream, but if you really want to build, as as you point, as you as the term you used, an authority. Um, brand in the market if you really want to be an iconic brand as we would say you need to have some personal style you need to have an articulation of excellence you need to be world-class and you need to care about the way that you show up so it is um it's one of those things that I spend a lot of time on with my clients and it, it makes a really vast difference to the sorts of deals that they can achieve amen and amen um so let's let's talk a little bit about opportunity creation, opportunity making. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you are somebody who is, you're, you're in, you're the connective tissue for a lot of people's success. And so by definition, you are launching opportunity makers who are creating opportunities for others. So you're, the, the goal is to create an endless cycle of people who are mm-hmm. teaching other people how to also create opportunities so that they can win. Um, what do you, how do you just see that as not only uh, a role you play, but uh, a responsibility that you have? Ah, that's a really good question. Um, I don't necessarily see it as a responsibility. That feels very heavy. Um, but I definitely think that there is a, a a difference in the way that I um that I show up with this career as opposed to my first one. So the first business that I created was all very frenetic and hectic and, you know, it was all very volume based. And I was really looking when I, when I look back at it, I was looking for the external validation from the market that Mm -hmm. this girl knows what she's doing. She's good at what she's, you know, she, the awards, the media, the books, the things, right. Was all really based on this, um, was really ego based if i'm if i'm honest about it you know and it it solidified me in the market in terms of yes she does know what she's doing when i created this one i think i've become um and certainly in my 40s i've become much more mature in my attitude and it definitely there is a an angle to this that is about significance i've taken a really good hard look at myself 
and realized that I'm never going to retire. I'm never going to be that person who's going to, you know, down tools and and sit on the beach drinking my ties. I'm going to be that person who is going to add value to the world in even the smallest way throughout my entire existence because it's the way that I'm just driven. And so I can either use that ambition and that um, the the um, that sort of innate sense of competitive edge for good or for self-serving purposes. And so I've made the very distinct and precise and intentional decision from here on in that what I'm doing is for impact. And of course, it's for building wealth for my family. Of course it is. Um, And of course, it's for building wealth for my clients. Of course it is. Um, But on top of that, the people that I choose to um, to connect with, to co-create with, to represent in the market, they all have something really exciting that they want to bring to the world. They all want to impact the world in some different way. They all want to create a legacy. Um, and so I feel like, not that it's my responsibility, but that this is the thing that I can bring to the world from an impact perspective that is going to be the most significant change that I can make in my lifetime with the skills and the gifts that I've been given um, is to play play things this way and use those skills in a way that really creates significant impact from here. And I hope my my children and my family and my you know my clients, children's and children and families are all very proud of what we've been able to create um, off the back of the work that we do together. You know, is it, I get a lot of interesting responses around this, but as somebody who is in in the forefront, we'll say the forefront of business, you're leading a lot of people. And mm-hmm. um, do you ever feel like opportunities that bypass, you ever look back and go, man, I just I wish I would have taken advantage of that one. Or darn, mm-hmm. I wish I, you know, somehow I missed that mm-hmm. opportunity, but I won't miss the next one. Is there any specific mm-hmm. example or story you, you would share around any of that? Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking only recently, uh, way, way back when I was at university, I had um, an opportunity to move to, so I'm I'm in Australia, though most of my clients are in North America now. Um, I went to university here in Australia and um, I I did very well. Um, And there was, I had a lot of offers and with what I wanted to do with my career and where I I made a decision to actually stay in the local area and work for what is a shopping mall, you would call a shopping mall, um, which really catapulted my career into sales and marketing and brand and community and those sorts of things. But I was offered a really big opportunity to join a very large PR firm in Sydney. And I just, I really, for whatever reason, didn't want to leave where I am, which is in Queensland, best part of the world, um, to move to Sydney and and take up that um, take up that opportunity. I was only thinking the other day, gee, I wonder what would have happened if I'd gone to Sydney rather than doing what I did. What the pathway might have looked like. Um, but look, I think we we I'm accepting of we make the the best decisions that we can in the moments with the with the information that we have, and I don't regret anything. Even I mean, I've obviously not. It's not been a linear, fabulous journey. There's been lots of risk and and failures along the way, and I, I wouldn't give up any of that for for anything. I think it's made me who I am, and I'm I'm better at what I do because of all of those things. 
You know, it's so interesting because that is a very consistent answer uh, when I ask mm -hmm. similar questions like that to anybody who yeah. I, you know, again, I, you know, I consider an opportunity maker because um, yeah. they're everywhere. It's like, there's, mm -hmm. you might miss one. And if you just stay open to them, they're, the next one's right around the corner, if not right in front of you already, you know, right. right. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, make the decisions, best decisions in the moment with the information you, that you can, you can always make another decision tomorrow. Cindy says that all the time. It's like, hundred percent. That's, that's, and, that's and if you're reality. open, yeah, if your eyes are wide open, I mean, there there'll be there'll be endless opportunities. So it's it's okay, it's cool. So what about being in a in a time like right now where there's you know you pick whatever word you want recession, inflation, mm. retracting market. There's all kinds of labels mm. for it. Bottom line is gas is a lot, eggs are a lot. Life is yeah. very peculiar at the moment. Um, mm. What would you recommend to people uh, in terms of? being staying available to the opportunities that come, even though you may yeah. be concerned about saving money and not, not risking. Yeah. It's a, I, I really feel for people who are struggling right now and um, there's no, you know, it, it's a sad time for many, many people in the world. Um, having said that, I would say that there are a lot of people who are not hurting and there are a lot of people who are seeing a moment like this as the most exciting opportunity that ever existed. There is this incredible space that's being held right now for people who are open to taking a bit of a risk and being incredibly innovative um, and being very maverick in their approach to things and not being put in a box or a hole. Um, you know, I've, for the last four or five years while I've been running this business, have been very focused on a luxury business strategy and working particularly on um, deals that with ultra high net worth individuals or, or companies that really deal in that luxury part of the market. And right now, Jim, that industry is booming. People who are, you know, worth a significant amount of money, yes, they're taking a little bit more time to make decisions um, and potentially they may not have as much money liquid because they've got, you know, got it in various different places. Um, but ultimately that part of the market is investing, they're hiring, they're growing, they're looking at, you know, this whole moment as a significant opportunity and I suppose you can either throw stones at them and say how opportunistic and, and awful and capitalist and all of those things or you can say these are the people who are actually going to be the change makers over the next five to ten years I put my bet on some pretty exciting things coming out of this moment and so for me I think really be open to doing things differently, seeing the world differently. Stop. I mean, obviously we need to be observant and we need to be educated about what's going on with the economy and politics and all of those things. But equally, don't go down that rabbit hole and then fall into the trap of that is it's doom and gloom and there's no opportunity. Because I can tell you I have clients that are, you know, that have a lot of money um, and right now they are spending they are hiring they are growing and so am I and I know you are as well there are opportunities everywhere 
if you look at this outside of the box and you see it as a time for change and a time for innovation and a time to take a level of risk, the level of risk that you feel comfortable with. So I push that a little bit, push it a little bit up into the, we call it the vomitometer. How, how much fear can you take on? Just push the vomitometer just a little bit, a little bit um, to that uncomfortable stage. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and you say it with such simplicity, you know, um, sometimes I know I frustrate people because uh, I spent a lot of time with very successful people like yourself. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a leader and a mentor and a role model to many. And a lot of times they give feedback like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say, but you have resources, you know, I can't be as risk-taking. I'm like, mm. I, I just disagree. It, it is so simple to create opportunity as long as you have a mindset and a belief that opportunity is everywhere and that you are a solution to many yeah. problems. Um, how how do you how would you guide people to determine how do they make a decision about which opportunities to take advantage of? Mm, good question. Um, I think it's very important to have someone in your corner, if not multiple people in your corner, who can see a bigger play than you can I think that's that that's a significant part of the success that I've had is um, always investing in great mentors um, whether they are people like you know you and I have that kind of relationship I enjoy the conversations that we have and I've got a peer group like that that I can always come to with an opportunity that I trust who has you know um, experience beyond mine and who can see things differently to me I think number one focus on that get your network and your peer group really well honed and don't listen to let alone hang around with if you can help it people who can't see the bigness in you that would be a really big part of it um, the second because you know if, the, if people are going to drag you down then obviously you're going to miss significant opportunities that are right in front of you because you'll be Oh, can I do it? Is the market all that stuff? Just lose that BS. Um, I would say the other piece is then also invest in great mentors. So people, you know, great strategists, great mentors, great people who can look at you, see the bigness in you, and then um, allow you to or expand the vision of possibility for you. Um, because sometimes we can't see what's just sitting in front of our face, and that's okay. But as long as you are brave enough to really own your genius and you're brave enough to really say, you know what, I'm I, I'm good enough to take this on, I want abundance, I am here to take advantage of opportunities and change the world in, in the most significant way, then if you've got a good team of people around you who can expand the, the vision of possibilities and help you execute that and keep you on track, I think the world is your oyster. Yeah, really lots of opportunity right now. That's for sure. Definitely. Uh, you know, something that's been coming a lot more um, available. And, and once you start experiencing success, and actually I will change that. Let me phrase that. Once you start presenting the image of someone who is experiencing success, opportunities start coming because people yeah. feel confident that you can help them with their opportunities. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I've become a bit of an opportunity magnet um, a, because I'm looking for them all the time. I believe they're everywhere. So they just show up. Mm -hmm. But I have also learned that you don't have to be the expert of anything in order Absolutely. to capitalize on an opportunity. Yep. 
Um, do you have any examples of that that you would like to share? Oh, I, yes, 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 yes. And um, can I just dig into something that you just said that I think is really masterful? And that is that opportunities come to people who have certainty. You and I exude a level of certainty in what we can create and, you know, you can trust us. We do a really good job. We're world-class. It's just you could take one look at us and know that that is the case. And so I think um, beyond confidence, there is this level of certainty that a person who is an opportunity maker really brings to brings to the world. And that's very mesmerising. Um, and quite magnetic for lots of incredible opportunities. So I just wanted to dig into that because I think that was that was a really cool thing that you just said. You. Um, and so in terms of um, the opportunities that are around at the moment, I just, I think they're, they're everywhere, Jim. I, I'm really excited about, um, I'm really excited for a lot of the people that I'm working with. They're really looking at the technology piece at the moment they're looking at social media they're looking at content creation they're looking at the way that um you know media is becoming fragmented and it's not being um it, advertising is is becoming fragmented the whole media space the whole everything is becoming an opportunity for me at the moment where if you've ever had an innovative idea on how to shift a paradigm or an industry standard or a norm, I think now is the time to get that extreme pioneering hat on and kind of go for it because the weirdest, the wackiest, the most innovative, the craziest ideas are probably the ones that are going to make it right now. Um, and I would also say, I would also say, that a lot of my clients are also harking back to the old-fashioned way of doing things, and that is feeling quite innovative and quite different. And you know, the the old-fashioned way of outbound sales, for example, to me, that's how I've always sold. That's how I feel the most comfortable. And yet, it's like this oh, this new thing that everyone's discovering. Like, man, my dad did this when he left university. He was a on-the-road salesman for a cello tape company, for crying out loud. I mean, that's the way that sales used to be. And so I feel like there's also this piece where there's um, there's a bit of tradition that's, that's seeping back in, and I feel like there's lots of opportunities there if you can really harness that and do it in a, in a, a really exciting way as well. Yeah, uh, you know, and something that I've been in discussion with a lot of people about lately is um, first, you can look at what problem can I solve and jump in and mm -hmm. solve it. Um, yeah. But to get beyond that quickly is what problem can I facilitate, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, Cindy and I were, were coming home from store the other day and we pulled yeah. up and there was a pickup truck that had, mm -hmm. I think I shared this on the last episode, last interview as mm -hmm. well, but there was a pickup truck that had, it was full of wood. Like they had just gone and cut, shut, cut some wood. And we used to have to do that stuff when I was a kid. My stepdad would drag right. us up into the foothills and he'd chainsaw and haul stuff down. As a teenager, you hate that stuff. But yeah. as an entrepreneur, I'm like, you know, if I had to right now, if everything, I could literally get a truck, get a chainsaw, get a splitter, go up in the foothills, cut up some, some trees that are down, split them up and start selling wood. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't even have to be the one doing it. 
I could facilitate it and put somebody mm -hmm. else in, in charge of it. So then now I can get as much wood as I, as I can, because I'm doing it through other people. All of a sudden mm -hmm. I have a revenue stream that isn't even requiring my efforts. Right. right. You know, uh, same thing with the pressure washer, right? You want to do there by driveways across the street. You want to pressure wash somebody's driveways, go pre-sell a few deals. You don't even have to fund it your own self. Go find a few people mm -hmm. who will prepay you for the deal, go buy or rent a pressure washer, and then go do their driveways and then hire right. somebody else to do the same. So again, now these things are happening and you're making revenue without you having to be the one that's putting out all of the effort. Yeah. Just, I'm so with you. Opportunities are everywhere. You just they don't really you are. Just to see them and go seize it. Right, exactly. And take the, you know, just actually go and do it. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the most genius. You don't have to be the most, most well-funded. All of There's so many stories of great companies that are like that. I, Richard Branson is a really good example of that. And I was talking to one of my clients who's actually very well connected to him yesterday. And they were at a lunch where um, Branson was doing this, big multi-billion dollar deal and he kept having to excuse himself to go and do some negotiating but he was just giving the yes and no on the phone and then coming back to the table um but he reflected and i think it is um another public quote there's something like this out there that he said as well but it was reflected as he sat back down um that he is not the genius of negotiation he's not the most genius person in his company he's not the most intelligent well educated all of the most articulate he just keeps showing up no matter what and he has the risk profile of being brave just keep showing up be brave and then hire great people and solve really exciting problems so i think um there's probably no better person in the world to um, uh, to confirm or validate what you were just saying than the incredible Sir Richard Branson, right? Yes, agreed, agreed. So, you know, just let's let's zero this in a little bit more on you, and um, mm -hmm. you know, obviously you're you're working with you know more affluent, wealthy clients, people who are mm -hmm. who are making exponential change in the world. How, what, what encouragement could, would you give to people who are listening? There's cause this, this particular podcast is, is speaking to those people um, yeah. and people who are aspiring to be, what would you say yeah. to, to those people that feel like that might be a far off outcome for them? Mm -hmm. um, and and what, what encouragement would, would you give them uh, in this time right now to be able to lean in? Yeah. Well, I would say that almost without fail all me and all of my clients didn't start with privilege. I come from a very middle-class family in a very small part of Australia. And here I am representing some of the biggest personal brands in the world. And I do it, you know, on Zoom and doing really big deals for them. I mean, and a lot of my clients, even the ones that are now worth a lot of money because of the things that they've been able to achieve in their career and the, the deals that we've been able to put together for them, they didn't start that way. So, but they were brave enough to really understand what they're best in the world at and then have the um, the wherewithal to then go, okay, you know what, I've got this incredible genius within. I need to hire a team around me to take me to that next level. I need to be connected to the right people. And they're, they're willing to do the work. They're brave enough to take that big step. Um, and every single one of them, I would say without fail, they are 
very confident, very certain about their genius. That is that is a common trait. They constantly work on their mastery so that they are constantly world-class. They don't rest on something that they've done 10 or 15 years ago and then, you know, continue to leverage that. They're, they're just really working on that mastery. I would also say the other thing that they're doing is that they, like we were just talking about with Branson, they keep showing up. So they're very, very hard workers. Um, you can't just sit there and stare at your navel and manifest a multi-million dollar contract. It just, it just doesn't happen. I know there are people out there telling you that you can manifest all sorts of wonderful things. But if you really look at the businesses, and I represent some of the biggest people in the consciousness space in the world, that really works. Um, and so I would say as long as you are willing to accept your genius you're willing to put some great people around you who can help you know the, the best that you can afford um and that could just be courses or listening to this and being you know being really inspired by great people that jim's bringing along for the ride here um be inspired by that and do the hard work don't sit you know sit around expecting to be 15 years into your career and have a multi-billion dollar business without putting the legwork in um, because all of those people who have had the magical outcomes they've done that they've been they've started um, they've started from the ground up and so just know that all of that is within your grasp every, I truly believe every single person on the planet can choose that if they want to they just can but the hardest thing is to keep doing it. There's lots of people who have great ideas, but there's very few people who will continue to walk through the mud and execute it to the point that they end up with a multi-billion dollar company. That's rare. So you are somebody who, you know, we would call an international, a global business leader, which I, I consider myself as well. Um, yeah. What are you seeing as the differences? Like, is this does this only work in... Australia or North America or what's the yeah. difference what, or, or more importantly what's the common thread doesn't matter where they are if you're a human being and you have these traits you can make it happen what, what do you see those commonalities yeah it's funny because when I first started this business I didn't um I didn't try to set myself up where I was an Australian working you know with a lot of clients in North America that just I happened to go to a retreat to try and figure out what I wanted to do after I exited my company met some great people who became my first clients and they all happened to be you know living in North America and so there this global company came to pass I have clients now all over the world you know in the Middle East in Europe in Asia Australia New Zealand um, and of course uh, North America don't have any in South America at the moment, um, but have have done. Um, and look, there is no difference between any of us, really. There's just everyone can do this. I think it kind of helps if you come from a smaller place. I, here's here's two things, Jim, that I think are interesting. I think it's it's played well for me that I've had to work harder to become successful because I come from a smaller country. Um, so Australia is a vast country, but we're very small. We have the same sort of population as the entirety of California. And we are very small in terms of market and opportunity and those sorts of things. So I have to work really hard to be a success here. 
Um, and then to take that to the global stage, I think we become more innovative and creative. But I've got no doubt that's why we're, you know, really good actors and all of those sorts of things, great musicians, et cetera. We have to work hard. Um, and then, but, and I think that that plays well for those of you who are a little bit concerned about, well, maybe I'm not from North America or I'm not from the UK or I'm not from Canada. I don't have the same, you know, level of opportunity. Well, I tell you what, it can play to your advantage that you've had to work harder and you come from a place that has smaller opportunities. And I think on the flip side of that, what I love about all of my clients that come from, you know, where there is the land of opportunity, I would I would call that sort of Europe and um, and uh, the, U- uh, the UK and um, Canada and America. There's this absolute um, acceptance of risk profile. You love people trying stuff and then failing I think that's extraordinary you just grow up thinking that it's okay to go out there and give stuff a go and there's so much opportunity to do it again and again and again and I think again that just that mindset that is baked into the culture is just incredible for the rest of us to really lean into and learn from so I the answer to your question is anyone anywhere with any background can be it can have opportunities um, in front of them there's no question in my mind yeah uh, and to carry that even further i mean you talk often about not just being best in class but being a class of one right being being the person who does what you do and you know you don't have to be first to market to become best in class or to be that iconic class of one person what what do you need to have to make that absolutely I think you have to have that incredible inner confidence. And I, I look, I often, um, this is controversial, um, and I know I'm going to upset some people by saying this, but I truly believe that you almost need to be arrogant. You need to have such certainty. I'm being incredibly intentional in the use of that word because if I just said you need to have confidence, I mean, we can all turn up on you know a, any given day and have confidence. I'm talking about like a quality that you know you are the thing, right? And it doesn't have to be this great big thing. As you were just talking about before, it, it can be the smallest, tiniest little niche of something or other. Um, but you need to own it and and embody it. And then there's a, a magnetic quality to people who you know, it's, it's that that charisma, that Clooney charisma comes from just this absolute certainty in the, that mastery and the, the knowingness that you are genius, that you've been called upon, you know, with this, whatever it is, and that you're putting the time and the energy into mastering it on a day-to-day basis and that, that you're going to constantly be, be that world-class figure. Um, I think that that really is the key. So that a- arrogance, that kind of you walk in any room and all eyes are on you and a lot of people say you can't teach that that's innate I disagree I think as long as you understand you've it's getting to the identification of what that thing is that is the key here Um, and if you need to work with someone to enable you to see what you can't see then by all means do that but once you do it own it embody it turn up that way I tell you what, the, the reason that you've got opportunities coming at you and you don't, like there's so many of them right now is because you're showing up that way. And that it is all about that. There is a, 
there is a knowingness, there's a mastery, there's a world-class attitude and there's an almost arrogance. Drop the humble at the door. Don't pretend you're not brilliant at what you do. Own it, embody it, and then all sorts of amazing things will start to happen. Yeah, I love that. Drop the humble at the door. That's going to be a, yeah, a, a, a gone. You know, I yeah. have this sign here that, uh, that I, I have in front of me every day. Yeah. Is my badassery has no limits. And, yeah, you know, love it. I believe it, but I also, I mean, I look at it every day. It's a constant reminder. Because yep. don't the, the moment you, the only limits somebody said this to me once and I, I've never forgotten it said the only every ceiling you've ever been under in your entire life you've placed yourself there mm-hmm. nobody yeah, has ever completely. put a ceiling on you if you walked into a room into a building and a roof with every single roof that's been over you you walked under so you yeah. can easily walk out from under there are no ceilings except the ones 100%. you decide oh, I love that so much and oftentimes you're putting that ceiling there because you're chasing external validation, right? Yeah. And so if you can learn how to do whatever work you have to do to remove that roadblock and then really believe in the genius and own it and embody it, that's uh, everything's possible. Yeah. Absolutely. Love, love it. Yeah. So uh, you know, we got all of your information, guys. Go in the show notes, and there's all the ways to contact with Catherine and her team. Um, is there anything that you have that you want to share as a resource or an invitation for people to to get a little deeper into your world? Yeah, so we've got a lot of great things um, over at our, our website that will help you to get into that mindset of you know what am I really best in the world at? So I would say head on over there. We've got a couple of places that you can go. You can go to iconicinfluencers.com. So iconicinfluencers.com um, is our main website. And there's all sorts of resources on there that will really help. Um, and then there's the katherineporritch.com website also that has a number of things on there, but it's more my playground. So I have another brand that we're just launching called Luxissima that's all about personal style. Um, and so there's there's some fun things on there that you'll see to get to know me a little bit better if, if you're interested in sort of playing in that world where we're talking about luxury, personal style, branding, those sorts of things, all sorts of goodies there in on both those sides. Excellent. So go, go there, go to the show notes. If you're driving or if you're on the treadmill or whatever, just it's all in the show notes, get in there, click on it. But the only thing I will encourage you is take action, go check it out. It may, it may or may not be for you, but at least you'll find out it, it costs you nothing to take a look and it could cost you everything not to. So you want to surround yourself. I'm trying to bring you consistently people who have proven that there's another way to live life. And so these aren't people who are hoping to do it someday. Everybody that I'm bringing to you are people who are doing it or have done it. And so we just want to inspire you with hope and show you that no matter what weaknesses, what deficiencies or what the media or the world is saying, opportunity is yours. You just need to go take it. So thank you for being here, Catherine. I really appreciate you sharing all of your excellence and elegance with us and uh, and, and everybody appreciate you for trusting me as always to be part of your success team. Let's roll. Go make opportunities happen. Change the life of the people around you. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Opportunity Makers. If you've heard something that connected with you, please share this episode with a friend or colleague. And don't forget to go to Apple to leave a review. Head on over to GainTheEdgeNow.com to connect with Jim and his team. And remember, there's no such thing as limits or obstacles. 
only opportunities. 